Welcome to the Transform Your Wedding Podcast, a how-to guide for taking your wedding to a whole new level. Here's your host, Marie Kubin from Rent My Wedding. Hey everyone, today we're talking about how to hire a wedding photographer. I'll be chatting with Clay Gessel. He is widely regarded as one of the best wedding photographers in the country. He's been published in nearly every wedding magazine out there, along with other media like the cover of National Geographic. Clay has been shooting luxury and celebrity weddings for the past 15 years around the world. So I'm really excited to chat with Clay and share all of his insider tips with you. Hey, Clay, well, thank you so much for joining me. Thank you for having me. It's an honor to be here. Well, I'm really excited to talk with you today about wedding photography. And of course, it's a huge decision to choose the photographer for your wedding. So what do you suggest to couples that are just getting started? What should they think about? That's a great question. I feel like a lot of couples really need to understand their own style and how they want their wedding to turn out and envision their wedding photos finished, like what they would like the, the, the end product to be and think about things the photographer that you want to hire based on that. So when I meet with my couples, I ask them for three words and your three words are how you would describe your wedding photos with your eyes closed. So I'm not talking about the technical or aesthetic aspects of the image at all. I'm talking about how they make you feel. And that's really, uh, it catches all of my couples off guard pretty much because they don't think about these things. And I completely get that. It's not something that anyone really ever asks. But it's important to go in knowing the style that you want, knowing the, the feelings that you want to evoke. And that's kind of how you can turn it from a photo into the end product that they want, which is emotion and art and reliving memories. Oh, wow. I love that. Yeah, I think that's great advice to really think first about what it is that you're envisioning and then start the whole search process. Yeah, exactly. Awesome. And once they've thought about that and they do start searching, what's the best place to look for photographers? You know, that's tricky because of the recent events of this year. <laughs> because I would have said word of mouth last year, mostly friends of friends, referrals, things like that. But obviously, things are quite different. And couples have been finding a lot of their vendors online through social distancing and not talking to people. So now people are more inclined to just look for their vendors in other places. And I feel like that's a good start to at least narrow it down and make a list. But I still feel like you need to utilize, when you're looking online, you need to utilize a lot of different resources and then personally interview the photographers that you're looking at. I would narrow it down to as many as 10 if you can. I mean, it, it doesn't cost anything to interview a bunch of different people, the only thing it costs is time. And so to make sure that you have the right fit for you, somebody that can translate your vision, it's best to really be picky about it. And so you can highly curate your, the photographer that you end up picking. And I think that that's the best way now. Unfortunately, it's, it's harder and harder to meet with people in person to get a good feel for who they are. Definitely. Yeah. And I love that you mentioned kind of doing an interview with the photographer, whether it's by Zoom or whatever means you can right now. And when it comes to that, what are some questions that you think couples should be asking? Oh my gosh. That is a great question too. They should be asking a lot about the rights to the images. Will they get the images? Do they have to pay for them? Do they come with a watermark? 
a lot of photographers will put watermarks on their images in any scale. I've seen photographers that are ultra high end in New York that watermark and then all the way down, you know, all the way down the line. And, um, and you want to make sure that you're making that you get those images unwatermarked because you don't want to print those or have to pay for the watermark to be removed. A lot of times uh, couples don't know going in what it's going to cost afterwards. Do they have to order the prints online or do they get a flash drive of all the images so they can order them themselves? Some photographers charge a lot more on the back end. So they charge, you know, $2,500 or $3,000 to shoot your wedding. But in order to print and utilize your images after the wedding, it's another seven, dollars $8,000. It can be more than ten grand just to use the images after the wedding. But you don't know that going in. And so I think it's important just to set and manage correct expectations about who's going to shoot your wedding, if the photographer you're hiring is actually going to show up or send someone else from their studio, and also what you're going to get after the end product. Is an album included? Is a flash drive included? copyright, digital files, all that stuff. It's very important, uh, more so than ever. Yeah, I definitely agree. And I think that's one thing I see all the time that couples just don't realize mm -hmm. that just because it's their wedding and their photos, they don't necessarily own those images. And it's something we run right. with our wedding magazine, people submit and we you know, have to go to the photographer, get the permissions, look at the contract. And couples are always adamant that they own the images because how could they not own an image of themselves? And they're shocked to learn that, you know, the photographer has the rights and they have to pay sometimes just to be able to use those images. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That's one of the most common misconceptions. Just because you're in the image doesn't mean you have any part of the image, which is unfortunate, but true. Exactly. So definitely great, great tips to make sure you ask all of those questions, understand the details, understand what's included, the pricing from start to finish. And now this is a question that I've always had, and I probably should have asked when I was hiring a photographer, but how do you figure out those amazing poses? Because your pictures are like a work of art. And I always want to know, are the couples coming up with the poses? Did the photographer, did it just happen magically on the spur of the moment? Or how do you kind of style those shoots and those poses? It's different for every couple. I feel like you can't get images like that that are uh, unique but also dynamic and powerful you, you really can't get those poses without knowing the couple and so i do a complimentary engagement shoot for my couples and this is anywhere in the country so i'll fly to miami or new york or california and shoot their engagement photos for for free just so i have to take the time to get to know them and their personalities and how they pose and i understand that not every photographer can do that and um it's, it doesn't take, it helps, but it doesn't take all of that effort just to get to know them. So if you're a photographer that's looking to take poses like that, or you're a couple and you really want images like that, it's really about what you put into it and what do you, then what you get out of it. Like it's the, it, it's, it's direct correlation. Like it's, it's straight across the board. Um, you know, I get these couples that have these fantastic dreams of photos and then I'm like, okay, great. I can do that. This is awesome but this is what we're going to have to do. We're going to have to hire a helicopter and we're going to have to fly here and we're going to, you know, and they're like, Oh, we actually have to do it. And I'm like, yes, of course you have to do it. The, the images are real, but you have to put in a lot of effort to get these images. And so I think it's just setting and managing expectations again. And the poses really come from the couples. Once you get to know them, they just flow. They just flow. I mean, you, you just have the couple they're in their natural state, but it takes a long time for them to get comfortable in front of a camera. A lot of these couples, in fact, Every couple I photographed, I think except one in my whole career, were not professional models. 
they don't know what to do in front of a camera. And so it, it really takes that time to get to know somebody in front of the camera to help them. Yeah, definitely. And what about those couples that are camera shy? Do you have any suggestions for how to get comfortable and make it a little more natural? Yes, get drunk. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm totally, <laughs> I'm totally, I'm totally kidding. Uh, that actually doesn't help with photos because it will make you flushed and, and there's a lot of different reasons. But Yes, and I think it is. It's again, it's about practice, 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 practice. And the hope is when you see images that I shot, that all the couples look completely natural and posed, and sorry, natural and unposed. But at the same time, they're great photos. And I've worked really hard with these couples to establish that comfort level. And so for couples that aren't comfortable in front of the camera, it's just about practicing. And I'm sorry to say it, but it's, you know, if you're gonna play a piano recital, You've got to practice a few times before you go on that stage in front of your family and friends to, to really get good at it. And so it's about understanding your angles. You know, I'll shoot the image and I'll show them right on the camera. You know, this angle's good. Let's shoot you from the left side. Let's shoot you from the right side. You know, give me a head tilt and, and I'll show them right on the camera so they know what they're getting. And that helps them develop a sense of a, a really good self-confidence and sense of self in front of the camera so that you can get those provocative images. Awesome. Yeah. And that's also a really great tip too, to look for a photographer who's willing to spend that time and really do the engagement shoot, not just to get the pictures done with, but to go through it with you and show yeah. you the pictures and help you figure it out as you're going along. So I love that. I think that's another great thing to look for in a photographer. Yeah, absolutely. So now as far as the actual wedding day, of course, a lot of times you're doing the photos in between the ceremony and the rehearsal. So how do you manage keeping everyone on time and on schedule? Oh man, that has been probably the biggest challenge that me or any other photographer faces is just time constraints. And so I, off, I, I do it a little different than most people. I offer all-inclusive pricing. So it covers all day. And I would actually encourage a lot of other photographers to do that because ultimately you're kind of just, if you, if you charge by four hours or six hours or eight hours or per hour, then you're ultimately just um, hurting yourself because you're not giving yourself enough time to really capture the couple in their essence and everything's pressured. And when I used to charge that way, like 10 years ago, I had a lot of couples that would just cut out, you know, photos because they're like, oh, we have to pay more if we want you for two extra hours. Okay, then we're not gonna be able to do that. So when I do all day coverage, it helps a lot because it's from start to finish, whenever the first event is to the whenever the last event is. So we can shoot from 11 a.m. to midnight or 8 a.m. to midnight or 2 p.m. to midnight. It doesn't matter because I'll stay there the whole time. And I think that helps relieve a lot of stress on the couple because they're not rushing. They're not trying to get everything packed in. And it also helps with the photos because you're more relaxed. You're feeling better about things and you have some extra time. I also encourage my couples to, to take time away from the group, from everything that's going on as much as they can. So after the photo shoot, if we're doing a first look, we'll, we'll shoot them and then we'll go back to the venue and we'll rest for like an hour where they can just have downtime, where they can have a nice glass of champagne or relax a little bit. And that helps a lot because on the wedding day, there's so much going on that, that you don't remember anything. And so to really have that time to sort of decompress and, and evaluate the situation and make those memories and record those memories, it helps a lot. Yeah, that is a great point. That's something I wish I would have done because you're exactly right. It's like you just get yeah. pulled from one thing to the next to the next. And sometimes it gets hard to even enjoy it or, you know, savor the moment because it's just moving so quickly and you don't stop to even realize what's happening. So I love the idea right. of 
taking a break and hitting, hitting the pause button so that you can really enjoy it. Yes. Now, how about just throw a curveball at you? What's something that people just don't know when it comes to wedding photography? Whew, that is a good question. I think what people don't know is that this is a live event. This is um, a, a, most of the time, including me, well, I might have one or two images on my website that are styled shoots, but most of the time when you see an image on a photographer's website, they can be a styled shoot. So they're not actual weddings. And going into that, it's really hard to sort of juxtapose what a styled shoot is and how the photos look versus a wedding and how the photos look. You have to think of, of a wedding and a styled shoot, I guess, but a wedding is more of a living, breathing, actively evolving work of art. That's at least how I approach each wedding. And so when you capture it, you're capturing events, you're capturing moments. You're not necessarily capturing models and, and posed, you know, a lot, of, a lot of posed stuff. And so having those expectations going in, I think is, is the right way to look at it of just like, okay, this is a wedding and not every single photo is going to turn out great. If we take a thousand or 1500 photos, we have a call rate of about 60%, you know, which means that about 40, 30, 40%, maybe a third of the images aren't super usable. So of course the couple still will get those, but at the same time, not every single image is going to be miraculous. We call it down to like 10 or 15% of the overall images that become usable and something that we actually, you know, give them as proofs. Yeah, definitely. And that's such a good point too, is that a lot of couples are seeing these pictures on Instagram or Pinterest and they're mm -hmm. gorgeous, but they don't realize yeah. that it was completely styled. The bride is just a model, you know, the, the groom yeah. is really her groom. And, um, you know, when you set that up as what you think your wedding needs to look like, it can be really disappointing when you don't meet that bar. And it's, it's just impossible with a live event. Like you said, it's just not going to be the same as a styled shoot. So keeping yeah, that in exactly. mind, I think is so important. Yep, exactly. Yeah, it's true. And, you know, we can do a styled shoot if you want to and we can get you those images, but at the wedding, don't stress out about the photos if they're not coming out like you saw you know, on Pinterest or on Instagram. Just enjoy your day. We only do this once and we do it together. And so the most important part is that you stay focused on your guests, on your fiance, on yourself, and take a moment to breathe and really just enjoy it. Definitely. So tell me about one of your favorite weddings that you've ever done. Oh, that's a great question. I've shot in a lot of different locations. I would say that they all have one thing in common though, regardless of where it is. Um, the most important thing in all of my favorite weddings are cases where the couples trust the vendors that they hired. I'm sure you know this and I'm sure you hear this all the time, but you know, whether I, I'm shooting in Bora Bora or Spain or South Africa, if you have that rapport with the couple, it goes a thousand times better than if they're constantly, and not just me, but other vendors too. You have to trust those vendors. I think the best weddings that I've ever shot were ones where everybody just syncs. Everybody just knows that I'm gonna do the very best job I can to get them the best photos, but also the coordinator is gonna do the best job. And the, you know, the cake is gonna be the most beautiful that they could have made it that day. And expecting that out of your vendors, I think is okay to, you know, to keep real, realistic expectations. Um, but my favorite, my favorite weddings are the ones where the couples do that and trust their vendors because they can focus on themselves. They can be happy. They can enjoy the moment. And that's ultimately what it's all about. I mean, everybody is there. All these guests are there and I'm there and all the other vendors are there to celebrate with them. 
to share in their love, to share in their, in their happiness. And it, those are the very best weddings and my favorite ones that I've ever shot, whether they're big or small, whether they're near or far, keeping the couples focused on themselves is key to having a great wedding. Definitely. Does that answer your question? Yeah. Or were you looking for like one specific wedding? No, I actually love that answer because it really gets some really great points in there too. Because, you know, if you trust your vendors, that means you did your homework on the front end, right? Which I think exactly. is a great point for everyone out there who's just planning right now is make sure you take the time and really hire great vendors, ask all the questions, know what you're getting. And then when it comes to your wedding day, you can just sit back, relax, enjoy it and know that you're in good hands. Yep. Absolutely. Oh my gosh. It makes such a difference. Like just a huge difference. Anyway, I digress. <laughs> so how about any other advice you would offer to couples looking for a photographer? I would just say, do your research. It's important that you, and I, I know I've said this a thousand times already, but setting and managing correct expectations is really key. You want to make sure that you understand what you're getting, but also what you're not getting, because that can be just as important as anybody who knows who has been married can attest to. It's important to keep an open mind about things and really go in calm. You know what I mean? Like you really have to, uh, you know, it's everything that I've just said, just compacted into, into one statement. I think, uh, I think it's, it's all about keeping your mind, if you're getting married, keeping your mind on the point, right? The point is to celebrate, to love, to laugh, to enjoy, and to remember. These are the things these are the reasons we all do this. This is why we, we all celebrate. This is why we get married. It's to be together and to cherish those moments. And I think the more that you can do that just by relaxing, by trusting your vendors, by setting and managing expectations, by all those different things, staying focused on yourself and your partner, I think that's the key to having a great wedding. Absolutely. Well said. So Clayton, let us know how everyone can get in touch with you and find you on social media. Sure. I'm just at Clayton Gessel on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, whatever website is claingessel.com. And yeah, and I, I do a lot of fine artwork. So I've shot like the cover of National Geographic and a bunch, I've been in Smithsonian Mag, a couple of other magazines. Um, but the most of the time I do weddings, but you can also see my fine artwork if you're interested in that at claim.co. Awesome. Well, Clayton, thank you so much for joining us today. I really appreciate all of these great insights that you've shared with us. Yeah, thank you for having me. It's such an honor. All right, take care. Thank you, bye-bye. Well, thank you guys so much for tuning in to this episode. I hope you enjoyed learning all these tips about how to hire a photographer. Don't forget, you can catch all of our podcast episodes over at transformyourwedding.com. Thank you so much for joining me, and I will see you next time. This podcast is brought to you by Rent My Wedding, your one-stop shop for event rentals. Order online and rentals are delivered right to your door. Shipping is free both ways nationwide. Rent lighting, backdrops, photo booths, and more. With the most five-star reviews in the industry, Rent My Wedding makes rentals easy and affordable. Book your rentals today at www.rentmywedding.com.